my favorite way to use a pineapple is in a Mai Tai. If you cut, you got to do a YouTube video on how to catch, how to cut a pineapple and then you cut it that way, but then you have the core on the inside that's kind of hard to eat, you know, because it's so um, like fibrous, I don't know the word. Well, you cut that into little tiny spears, freeze it, and then those are your stir sticks, stir sticks in a Mai Tai. But enough of that about that. All right, guys, it's time to shout some worth and shift some narratives for people who have Down syndrome. Welcome to the Lucky View podcast. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Holly Simon, who is co-creator of 21 Pineapples. That's right. Holly Simon is the mother to Nate, but Nate is her son who has Down syndrome. They run this business together. They are shifting narratives one Hawaiian pineapple shirt at a time. I have been following them on social for so long. I'm certain we'd be BFFs in real life, and I cannot wait to get to have this conversation. So let's get to it, friends. Welcome to the Lucky View Podcast. All right, friends, happy Tuesday. You know what today is? It's Giving Tuesday. I love Giving Tuesday because it gives us an opportunity to really invest in the efforts of people around the world who are doing things that are feeding into the health and wellness and goodness of our collective humanity. That's exactly what we're trying to do over at the Lucky Few Foundation. The Lucky Few Foundation believes every story matters. We also know that understanding Down syndrome is not the same as knowing and understanding a real live person with Down syndrome. That's why we are committed to sharing and telling the stories of people with Down syndrome and those who love them. This last summer in 2022, we were able to go out onto a storytelling tour and gather more than 200 stories, which are over, found over at the luckyfewfoundation.org. This year on Giving Tuesday, today, We've set up a campaign with a goal of $20,000 to fund the 2023 tour as we continue to shift the Down syndrome narrative and tell your stories. With your help, the Lucky Few Foundation can reach this goal and continue the work we've set out to do in this campaign. Head over to theluckyfewfoundation.org to give today. And thank you in advance. Like so many of you listeners, when I first learned that I was going to have a child with Down syndrome, I jumped ahead to their future, like way, way ahead to all of those unknowns. And it becomes incredibly overwhelming. One of the overwhelming tasks before us with our child with Down syndrome was a financial plan, um, a financial plan for Macy and then eventually August and their futures was incredibly overwhelming. I had heard about something called a special needs trust, but I had no idea what that really meant or where to even start to learn more. So enter Enable. Upon meeting the team there and learning about their services, Josh and I felt a huge weight lifted off of our shoulders to sit down with experts who have created a proven process and they offer one-on-one guidance was exactly what we needed to create a plan for the future for actually the whole family. I cannot recommend Enable more please go right now and check out enablesnp.com. That's enablesnp, as in specialneedsplanning.com. And I can't wait to get Holly on the show. Before we dive into it, though, let me go ahead and read a review from one of you amazing listeners. This is from Smashly underscore 09 
who says real life information. I have binge listened to this podcast over the past few weeks. I'm so sad. I now have to wait in between episodes to hear more pause this person. I don't know your name. I feel the same way about this podcast and other podcasts that I binge listen to. And then you have to wait and pause. I love how these moms are down to earth. They don't try and put up an image. That's not real. They give great practical advice and information on raising a child with down syndrome. They also collaborate and promote lots of great organizations and companies that can also support families raising children with disabilities. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Yes. And amen to all of this. I'm so glad that you love this podcast that you binge listen to every episode and we love to be collaborative. And so it's a great podcast because of all the great people on, including soon to be Holly. But if you are a listener and you want to leave a review, don't forget to do so. Um, you can head over to Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and you can leave a review and we might read it aloud next week. We really appreciate your support. It's going to say on your screen. I think it does says something and you have to say, okay. Got it. Okay. Holly. (laughs) Okay. I am definitely familiar with 21 pineapples. Okay. Um, and have known about it. I feel like for a while and my dad, even months and months ago, my dad was like, have you seen these Hawaiian shirts with the pineapple and the 21 thing? And I, I said, yes, it's amazing. And he had heard about it. I think from a news outlet. Yeah. Um, and then I started following on social. There was a video where Nate said something about, I, oh, I'm going to butcher it. I may have to find it. We're gonna have to link it in the show notes. And it was like something about how, how do you think, like you said to him, like, how do you think I was at the party or something like that? And he was like drunk. Or oh, his sister. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, he slams his sister. His TikToks are hilarious. Yes. Yeah. That was probably to his sister. He was like, was sister, one of okay. them was, one of them was, Hey Nate, what do you think I did at Lollapalooza? And he goes, smoke weed. And we're like, where does he come up with this? <laughs> Who's teaching him this? Um, oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. But him, where, where do you live? I live in Southern California. Where do you I'm live? Moving in. I'm, I'm moving here. In. It's the best. No, you don't even know. My Nirvana is California. Um, I, oh. We're in Chicago. I love Chicago. No, you can't. I mean, not in the winter. No, thank you. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So friends, I am here with Holly Simon. Holly Simon is the mother to Nate. More kids than that. She's going to tell us more, but Nate is her son who has Down syndrome and is also the co-creator of 21 Pineapples, which is a clothing brand with the mission to change the world together. One funky shirt at a time. They want to change the way others perceive people with Down syndrome, one Hawaiian shirt at a time, and a percentage of all sales goes directly to support Down syndrome organizations throughout the world. We love a give back organization. We love an organization with a person with Down syndrome at the helm. Um, And Holly is here to chat about business, about her family, and so much more. So Holly, welcome to Lucky Few Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love it. What an honor. So oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here. Okay. Let's start with that age old podcast question of where introduce yourself. Tell Alrighty. us a little more about you, your relationship to Nate, which we all know now is your son and then where you're at, all the yeah. kids, the whole thing. Great. I shall do that. 
I am Holly Simon. I live in Chicago, Illinois, uh, with my husband and five outstanding kids. Don't we all say that? Uh, my youngest just so happened to have Down syndrome. So I have four boys, one girl, girls the oldest. Um, I started life as a hairdresser a um, hundred years ago. And then, you know, and I had a great life. I, I had this trajectory of normalness. And then mm -hmm. uh, 19 years ago, my uh, youngest was born. And I'm not sure how many of, of your listeners have heard this, but at the birth of Nate, the doctors and the nurses all told me that they were sorry. Um, and then they brought in this grief and darkness into the room that I didn't mm -hmm. ask for. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I've written a book about that called I Am Who I Am. Um, about raising a child and getting out of that like mourning that I did mm. not, I did not expect. I expected the jubilation like my other four. So fast forward, and we can fill up another podcast of all the people that you know, uh, the doctors that dismissed him, and he almost mm. died, and yada yada yada. But when they they let me hold my son, um, and and I will say my only regret in my entire life is. That, that took me a minute longer than it should have. Mm. Because when they said they were sorry, I thought he was going to die. Wow. Who wouldn't? So I held my son and, you know, it's funny. Uh, he smelled like my other kids. He looked like them. <laughs> he had 10 fingers, 10 toes. And um, couldn't imagine what the sorry was for. So I whispered in Nate's ear and I said, no one will ever say sorry about mm. you. Wow. And funny. And I said, or any of your friends for as long as I live. And something, I'm getting chills up and down, no matter how many times I tell that story, it, it uh, brings me right back to that day. And um, my, my trajectory changed in mm. a second, in a freaking millisecond. And I became this psychotic warrior, um, <laughs> you know? And, but I, I couldn't believe the world, how we received sympathy cards and Wow. People didn't know what to say and doctors didn't even bother to check him. They were like, he's fine as if he wasn't important. And my goodness, girlfriend, I, I knew there was more that we needed to do. But like a lot of our kids, Nate was very sick in his mm. first year and we almost lost him, um, intubated and um, double pneumonia, the whole nine yards. But that being said, uh, I never lost faith as a family. We, we took baby steps. Sure. Was I scared? Yeah. Um, every day, um, with every tube, you know, in my bedroom set up like a NICU, didn't know what the heck we were doing and we did it. And, um, like I said, baby steps and, and someone had said to me one foot at a time, slow as you have to. And once he became about a year old, that's when I realized it's time to fight. Mm. And what I mean by fight, I never have gone into this angry. I've never gone into this sad, but I have gone into this new chapter with an awakening of, we need to change the world's perception. Um, and for me in the beginning was Nate's birth. Um, I was getting letters from people saying, I received an I'm sorry, my doctors didn't know what to say. So when Nate was 10, I opened up a, a non-for-profit called I Am Who I Am. And I went into hospitals, literally, um, and uh, to the doctors, listen to me, <laughs> listen to us, you know, and we did the, the beautiful, you know, baskets, handmade blankets, and, 
but to me, it was all about education and um, awareness and the fact that something so profound, like sitting at the kitchen table and talking to your other children was missed. Mm -hmm. And the doctors that said, sorry, didn't really know what they were saying sorry about. Um, because clearly once I tell you about who made is today, <laughs> there's nothing, not a damn thing that, that, that there could have been sorries for. So I know I, I could tell this story for another two hours, but so the, the non-for-profit did great. We did great work. People understood, but I was kind of recreating the wheel, meaning mm -hmm. all parents wanted the same thing. And I saw in every state where we're all trying to do the same thing, change people's perception, yep. change doctors and nurses' opinions, change the school system. So I, I thought maybe I could do something even larger. Um, do you want me to just segue straight into it? Yeah, well, into 21 Pineapples. Okay, I yeah. am going to pause you because I have a couple <laughs> questions. And I know it's so fascinating. And it is, I'm just sitting here like, yes, amen, yes, and amen, yes, and amen. I love and I've never heard this said that you didn't go in angry. Um, like when you say you were fighting, fighting advocate, you didn't go in angry. Mm -hmm. That resonates with me. I, every time I say it's a fight, it's a fight. I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not fight. I don't want to fight. You know, I don't want to be aggressive and angry and I don't, I don't feel angry. Like I'm, right. or if anything, it's like this righteous indignation, you know, of right. like that, that I can relate to that, but I'm not angry at people. Right. It's just so disheartening and frustrating. And Bad. like, yeah. And it's, Bad. I mean, you couldn't see this listeners, yeah. but when she said like going to the doctor's offices, like this, like shaking of like, you just want to yeah. shake people, like just wake up to what it is that you're missing, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the fight. You know? And if you but, could only feel like it's almost pity because mm. if you could only feel the love that I was, okay. So I had four kids. I love them. Yeah. Okay. But when Nate came, I learned to love in technicolor mm. and if doctors could just take a minute and the nurses and the staff and the janitor, everybody in the hospital that bowed their head to me, if they could have just taken a moment and thought about the opportunities of greatness, yeah. um, that's, that's what I think all parents want. But I think because there's such a blockage, parents get angry because sure. they're met with so many obstacles. And then, you know, I've just learned that you can't lead with fear or anger. You're yep. not going to get anywhere. But yeah, yeah I, I think when I hear a good birth story, I'm kind of envious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're far and few between, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, I think. I know. Yeah. I'm wondering two questions. One is, what is the difference between your oldest daughter the, in years and Nate? Okay. Uh, Lindsay's 28. So she was nine actually when Nate was okay. born and Nate is now, he's actually going to be 20 um, in a couple of weeks and he will not let you forget that. Um, <laughs> and he can't wait to be 21 okay. because he's um, dying to drink beer with his brothers. Love it. Um, so yeah. And then the four, the three other boys in between. So he's the youngest 19 all the way to 28. Okay. So he was born and you had four kids, nine and under. Correct. Okay. And then what was your experience with Down syndrome prior to Nate? Very little. Okay. Um, my only memory would be a, a young girl growing up in the suburbs of Chicago bowling with a young fella. And my mom actually saying to me, that boy's not going to live till his teens. Hmm. Well, isn't that something? It is. And I remember, I'll never forget that quote. And then 
as years went on, my sister volunteered uh, for the Special Olympics. Um, so I was privy to watch um, our kids play, but it never really connected. It, I mean, mm. it's fun. I always thought I was the square peg in the round hole myself. Um, not, and I never thought it was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I've really never even looked at people as different. If I saw a crowd of kids with different uh, disabilities, I don't think I noticed. I think I just noticed the people, yeah. which is of course what we would love for everybody. So I had very little knowledge. I, I only knew that they weren't going to live long. Yeah. And it sounds like from the, even just these few minutes of hearing from you, you're just, you are a go-getter and a doer. And so you're going to do what needs to be done. Um, and yeah. that's starting your, starting that initial nonprofit. Yeah. And then now walk us through, take us into 21 pineapples. How did this, how did that get started? Where'd that come from? Let's go there okay. now. So uh, to preface it, I, I ended the, the not-for-profit because of COVID. I couldn't ask anybody for a donation. Uh, it wasn't morally or ethically right. So um, Nady just started going um, um, viral, meaning he would do these funny things on TikTok and um, they would get millions and millions of views. And I, I knew of his greatness. Chicago knew of his greatness. He, he's called the mayor of Chicago. Um, and all these organic things were popping up all by themselves. So, excuse me, about a year and a half ago, Nate was asked to be the lead model in LA Fashion Week. So we go out to LA and um, he's getting all this love from all these strangers. And there happened to be across the hotel from us, two celebrities that were working for Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Mm -hmm. Crazy story. But Nate knew them from TikTok. So we ended up getting together and they met Nate and they they turned to Nate and they said listen we're here working for Dwayne Johnson the rock and he wants to help change the world what what can we do Nate and without missing a beat he goes love how about we love each other so I came home from that trip high as a kite like oh my god this is this is it it's love it's love that we're missing um it's nothing so gigantic and 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 unable to understand what are we going to do with this? So through TikTok, we had met a friend by the name of Officer Daniels, who's a comedian. He had just taken a liking to Nate organically. And I called him and I said, uh, Officer Daniels, what are we going to do? His love is, is and I want to preface it, I, and I'm sorry that the two celebs that he met in LA after he said we should love more, they literally started to cry. So that was the magic that I saw. Yeah. Um, it was these two grown men um, that thought they had all the answers that just were at lost for words. It was as simplistic as the word love. So I came home, called officer Daniels and I said, okay, dude, it's time we do more. It's time with this momentum and in this world, um, we need to do more. So organically officer Daniels said Hawaiian shirts. And I'm like, why? Why? He was looking at every picture of Nate since he was born. You've had him in Hawaiian shirts. And I'm going to tell you something, mama. When he was a baby, I said to myself, I know people are going to stare at him. He's going to be the best looking kid with the best shoes. <laughs> so when they stare, they have something to look at. Mm-hmm. And so I, <laughs> even if I had no money for, for a coffee, he, he got some nice clothes and some nice shoes. Um, I don't know where that came from, but it's the truth. So the Hawaiian shirt just organically was like, yeah, you're right. So it's funny 
bring in the lucky few, we started thinking about patterns. And I have the chevron of the lucky few yeah. tattoo on my arm. And we thought we can put chevrons hidden through the Hawaiian shirt. So when people say, what is that? We can say it's called the lucky few. So with Officer Daniel's 3 million followers, within a day, 21 Pineapples was born one day. I said to my daughter, what should we call it? She said, without missing a beat, 21 Pineapples. And I'm like, where'd you come up with that? She said, 21, as we know, represents the extra 21st chromosome, but pineapples are a sign of welcoming. Mm -hmm. And I always liked that they got to wear their own crown. <laughs> so um, all kids with uh, an extra chromosome should wear their own crown. So we, we launch, we crash the website, we crash PayPal, we crash the bank. They think we're fraudulent because we did so well in the first 24 hours. Um, and then we finally got it together. And then we started putting Nate-isms on t-shirts. And meaning be a good human was something he would say to people on the street. Mm -hmm. So we put that on a shirt. And all of a sudden, in six months, we sold a million. Whoa. And, and it, it just became so obvious. What we're missing in the world is the reminder to respect each other, to love each other, and to just be inclusive and kind. And once we nailed that message down with Nate as our, as our speaker, I cannot even tell you how big his life has gotten. So at, at two years, I'm sorry, we're only one year old. At one year, uh, we hit 2 million in sales and um, no one saw that coming. Nobody, especially me. Um, Nate got a standing ovation at the Grand Ole Opry. He went up to Garth Brooks, handed him his business card. He just sat on a panel um, with the president of Gap um, about leaders in the world when it comes to employment. We uh, have a goal and a mission. It isn't just for fun. Um, mm -hmm. That goal has always been to change everyone's lives, not just his. Um, about a year ago, one of my boys, my middle son to be exact, said to his sister, I saved my money for my brother's future. And I don't know about you, but that broke my heart. Um, wow. That's my, that, that's up to me. Uh, that's not a burden my, my 25 year old son should carry. So that made me swing harder um, to give a life for Nate um, and all the Nates in the world. Mm -hmm. So like you, I get thousands of emails from parents saying, what do my kids do now? I have a kid that's nonverbal. I have a kid who yeah. uh, is also has autism and can't do this, can't do this. Guess what? We'll find something for them. Mm -hmm. I'm not done with just Nate. Yeah. So our dream is to build a fulfillment center and many of them. When I walked into Biddy and Bo's in South Carolina years ago and saw a young man with cerebral palsy that could only move his neck as the greeter, I knew they were onto something. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. There are jobs for everyone. Yeah. There's futures for everyone. Unfortunately, we need to build them. Mm. Um, if I could just add this, Nate started a new school 
oh boy, this is going to be controversial, but I guess that's who we've become, right? <laughs> and his first week, I get a letter from the teacher and it said, we're going to start Nate in custodial work. Wow. That's without knowing Nate. That's without knowing his skill set. And I merely called and said, no, he will not. He will not. Not that being a custodian isn't something to be proud of. Of course it is. Get to know Nate before you judge Nate. The principal then had me in for a meeting and said, there are no opportunities, Mrs. Simon. Mm -hmm. I said, well, then I think it's up to you to find them. Right. And he said, maybe it's up to you. And I don't usually get upset, <laughs> but I didn't love that meeting. Mm. And he's right. It's up to all of us to create that. Yeah. So when I lift up Nate, which we do, people have massive crushes on Nate. And I never understood that because he's my son. <laughs> but I have massive crushes on every child that I meet because their purity and their beauty is so magical mm. so i get it i get yeah. it this is my purpose this was what i was meant to do in my life wow um, yeah and i i wouldn't i wouldn't change an ounce of it i'm exhausted i'm exhausted <laughs> we could I use say, a little more few more I'm assistance <laughs> my kids couldn't god have given this to me when i was 40 oh um, man but i i just he just he just literally exudes love and kindness. And um, we sure need more of that. Yeah. Yes. And amen. It's so inspiring. I'm a ideation is my strength and I am a builder and a dreamer and it, mm -hmm. you know, like listening to what you're saying, it's like, this is beautiful. I want, I want to be a part of this, how to become a part of this. And, mm -hmm. um, and to even hear you say like, why didn't this happen when I was 40? You I know, know, I think that, I just think that there's, I don't know, like just this idea of um, when you're on social media, which I think mm -hmm. a lot of us are, mm -hmm. and even in, within our own little downstream community and people are starting things and there's just that comparison piece, you know, mm. of mm. like, well, this person's doing this and this person's doing this. And I wish I could do this. And I wish I could mm. do this or whatever. And it's just this idea of like, do, do you like yeah. do your best self and oh, yeah. be your best self and let's cheer each other on. Um, yes. even in our community, right? Like let's, how do we support especially one another? How do we, especially, how do we like share what other people are doing and say, this is amazing. Look at this thing. And, and that's and, my dream. Yeah. So there's a young man in my neighborhood that just started a cookie company. Of course, I'm going to help them. I mean, why wouldn't I? And that's the way I wish all parents thought, for instance, um, I'm not able to say what TV show we just filmed. Mm. But, you'll, t you'll have to um, tell me when we're not recording <laughs> <laughs> but um i want all of our children to model our clothes that's job number one and they yeah. do and they do um and any listeners out there if, you, if you'd like to become a model we also have an ambassador program where your children can actually earn money um i don't think i've never had a jealous bone in my body i've always enjoyed the camaraderie of others mm -hmm. um I always love everybody's ideas. Um, this didn't grow just because we had social media presence. It grew because it was so honest yes, and good. so real. You know what I mean? We weren't chasing. Listen, when you're going to probably want to cut this, but when Nate's public speaking and they say, what are you going to do once you make money? 
he goes, I want to buy Lamborghini and girls. He's a teenager, right? You know, he, he's got, uh, and then, and also do a $2 million company doesn't mean we've made a profit. Let's make that clear to the world because people sure. must think I'm driving in a Maserati um, because we put it back into the company and, yeah. and we want it to, to be so large and sustainable that the day will come that your son needs you. Come on, work for us. You need right. to come on. Um, and what will that look like? I don't know. Sky's the limit. Mm, I love you it. Such, such a good attitude. You're just infectious, Holly. It's so, it's so good. Um, oh, I love I, that. Yeah. I appreciate it so much. There's been this theme, maybe it's because my oldest is 14. So we're okay. entering into new phase of life, but it has down syndrome and love there's it. just been more and more a theme in conversations I'm having in the down syndrome space of this, um, black hole that okay. our loved ones with down syndrome or intellectual disabilities fall okay. into after high school, right? Like okay. mm-hmm. what, what are they going to do? What are they yep. going to do for work? And this is what you're talking about. This is, this is mm-hmm. what 21 pineapples is going to do, create those job opportunities. And there's places where it's happening. There's pockets and efforts being made. And it makes me so grateful Correct. Um, that it, I want to make that pocket deeper and deeper. Yes. yes yeah. It's so good. Because so each good. child can have their own t-shirt company. I mean, there's so many options. I know there's coffee companies that yep. a child can help. I love them all and I support all of them. Um, but there's also kids that are forgotten. Parents yep. that aren't fighters. Um, and that's okay, parents. If you're out there, I get it. It's exhausting. And uh, you do you. And we'll be here to help you. But, but in Chicago, we age out at 22. I don't know what it's like in other states, but um, when I say nothing, I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. So my fear was always that Nate was going to be stuck in a corner with with his iPad. Right. And all the work I'd done in 22 years would go for naught because, you know, I wasn't able or or whatever the case may be. And I'm a breast cancer survivor. So there's another push for me to sustain a good life for him and his friends because I know how short life can be. Mm -hmm. Um. So that, that's another reason for my, like, you know, I, I see things in technicolor and then I didn't before because life's such a gift and, and you learn that quick. Um, but that black hole is legit. Mm. Um, but we, it's like anything else in the world. The more we talk about it, the more frustrating I get because nobody's doing anything. They're just yeah. talking. Yeah. Um, so I, we just did a, a big speech in front of 500 HR uh, professionals. And I said, you guys talk the talk beautifully. Show me when it's time to walk the walk. Yeah. That's I'll good. be back. Yeah. 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 Cause you're ready, right? Like, like you're ready waiting got for a million kids people behind to start me. knocking on the door. Exactly. I love to Holly, what you said in, about, um, there's kids who aren't like the Nates, you know, like mm-hmm. there's kids with the mm-hmm. dual diagnosis or mm-hmm. nonverbal and all of that and how mm-hmm. there is a place for them to be find out what their talents and strengths are to honor mm-hmm. who they are and give them the dignity they deserve in a, in a workspace. And I, we talk about this on the podcast a lot. I, and I talk about it personally too, how within the Down syndrome community, somehow we have created like a best way to have Down syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, like if you are, if you can do, can be, yeah. you okay. fit this mold. Yeah, then we will celebrate that. And the parents whose kids don't fit that get mold, that. I get that. Feel alienated within our own community, maybe even more so. I hear you. And so I love, I just loved what you said. And I just wanted to bring it back Thank up you. about. I, 
I hear about you about hiring actually, all kinds of people. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen. I, I promote Nate big time and don't sure. think he doesn't love it because he loves it. People are like, oh, you're pimping your kid out. Oh, okay. Well, he freaking has his own account. He loves it. He's got, you know, light rings in every room, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> and, and I've had letters from people that say, you know, it's kind of unfair. Okay. I hear you, but I need someone like Nate that can speak for your son. Right. Um, if you don't want to now, if you want to mama, I'll give you a voice too. And dad, but, but hear me out, hear me out. This isn't just moms and dads. And this is when the shift has to change. Cause if there's jealousy amongst us, we're not going to get very far. Absolutely. One of the things that I'd like to, everybody to remember that's listening. I do volunteer work at a school here um, in Chicago for kids uh, 18 to 22. And they're, they're more impoverished. It's, they don't get as much as other schools do. That being said, there was a young boy by the name of Reggie. Um, and I'm allowed to talk about this, uh, he, whatever. Anyway, he, <laughs> he, he, he has cerebral palsy, like I said, and he can only move his head. And um, his parents came up to me one day after I was speaking and they said, what the heck's gonna happen to my son, Reggie? You know, look mm. at your kid, he can model, he can this. So I, I, I thought, wow, that's a lot of pressure. I gotta think about this. Mm. Um, and um, the art teacher and I came up with an idea. So here's the thing. You can't just throw something out and not be willing to have the conversation, not be willing to come up with an answer. Um, so the art teacher and I decided, what if we put a paintbrush on his helmet and let him paint? I'm gonna tell you something. I took those paintings, I wrapped them around candles. I put them on greeting cards. It gave Reggie a business. Yeah. Now it took me thinking out of the box it took the art teacher to go an extra mile and she did, but it took those parents to be vulnerable enough to say, what about me? Mm. Well, guess what? I'm not going to drop you. I'm not dropping you. I'm going to figure mm. it out. But we all have to think outside the box. Yeah. The 21 pineapples didn't come out of a dream that I had for 10 years. Yeah. It came out of me saying, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. This is going to fall on my children. Nate's a lot. He's expensive what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And that is create a company, not only for his future, but for other parents to stop keeping the bar right here, That's start good. bringing the bar up higher at schools, at the workplace. Don't offer my son a job as the greeter, give him the management job, let him rise to it. Yeah. Let yeah. your child rise to it. But a lot of parents only see what their kids can't do. Yeah. And it's, and it's been a lifetime of a lack of opportunities to know that mm-hmm. there's a place to rise to, right? Like well, we're we have to make some though, don't you believe? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. like, I believe the six mentality is still there. I think every parent who has a child over 40, I go up to them and I'm like, thank you for paving the way for me. Sure. Because without you, we'd probably still be in institutions. Right. But, but I'm talking about, and I'm going to go so deep as to say when your kids, uh, like in the beginning when they're talking and they don't articulate, we spent every day of Nate's life saying over-articulate, over-articulate. We didn't expect someone else to do it. Right. We didn't expect the school. So we've, and I'm going to say trained, but just like I taught my other children, they all have to rise to a standard that is okay within my family, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like in your own family. Mm-hmm. But then my point is you can't blame the system if they fail, if you're not willing to help get them there. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody has to, everybody has to take ownership in. And we've got to do our part to raise. We have to do our part. Yeah. 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 I can, I can resonate with that. I can hear that. Um, I like what you were saying too, about with the example, with the man who has several palsy and was painting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love you brought up that the parents had to be vulnerable and say, Mm -hmm. I'm actually feeling these feelings. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's, that is an important step. And Mm -hmm. then it takes community and multiple people. I think that's for me, a really beautiful thing that my kids with down syndrome have invited me into is a sense of community and vulnerability that I wouldn't, that I have to have for them to take a step forward. I wouldn't, I don't necessarily have to for my other kids. You, you, it's better to, right. But like when you step into community, you step away from comparison, step away or from the comparison that can be harmful. You step away from that, um, that competitiveness that makes you against somebody else. You know what I mean? And so you step into that community of I'm for you. I want you to be your best self and my kids to be their best self and this group to be their best self and for everyone to succeed in the ways that they know how to succeed. I, for me, I experienced that because of my kid with Down syndrome. I love that. I love that. I guess since I've never had a jealous bone in my body or I've never wanted something that someone else had, and I always knew I just could work for it really hard and, and get to the level. That, that that's new for me. But mm. I also I also want to remind your viewers too that kids like Nate, we put out three minutes of social media that we want you to see. You know, you don't see the tantrum or the you sure. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the fact that, you know, he needs help toileting. So I think that's when parents compare and that's where we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, we there's so many viral kids out there that are they're absolutely beautiful. But of course the parents not showing them with their nose full with green, you know? So let's just bring it down to being real. Mm-hmm. Um, none of our kids are are perfect. My other four sure aren't. And we just need to start celebrating from birth and then seeing life through their eyes will change everything. Right. And like you said, instead of being jealous, let's work the guy who's going to run the cookie company. He's like, how about if we do a pineapple cookie? Well, hell yes. Right. Of course. <laughs> and, and that's how I, I proceed with anyone who has the idea. Yes. I right. want it to be, I want it to be good for, Hey, it's not going to be a great world of only Nate succeeds. What's right. going to happen to his friends. Right. Right. We need this, you know, we need a community in the world that embraces each other and literally does it not just words not just words um and i and i think we're getting closer yeah it's like that idea of like this a success for one person in our community is success for as a success for all and really being able to believe that and lean into that um it takes away that harmful comparison and competition that does make people who do have envious and jealous bones in their body right i'm one of them um, yeah. I think it's, I think you're an anomaly that you're not, but mm. I, yeah, like it <laughs> takes that, it takes that away of, no, I want this. What's good for my kid is yeah. what's, what Nate's doing. You know, it's yeah. not, it's just going to help the narrative. It's just going to help the community. Yeah. So. I never go into an IEP thinking just about Nate. Never, never, because he, he's got so many friends there. Right. Right. And, it, and what will behoove him is going to, is going to help everybody else. Also, okay, I'm gonna, I'll admit one thing that I was envious with. 
when I see <laughs> all those kids on the big Teletron in New York, you know, mm-hmm. for NDS, and I'm always like, oh, I'm not jealous, but I just realized something. I've never applied. Right. <laughs> How can you be envious? I didn't know there was an application process. So it's it's funny. It's like, be careful of what, you know, it's, I'm never, I'm not jealous because again, I, I might not have the right knowledge or I might not be mm. doing the right thing. Um, so again, people in the world love to point fingers, you know, you didn't do this. We, well, wait a minute, maybe you didn't, <laughs> maybe, right. maybe I forgot to apply. So I think it just starts with a conversation, come up with an idea, find your kid's strengths. Nate's strengths are um, being an incredible comedian. And, um, and he gets people to love him by his snarky, quick-witted comebacks. Um, it's again, it's not as beautiful as it looks. I mean, he's mm. ha- he has his modeling gigs come because of me. Um, agents are like, yeah, he's not our type. I mean, that's life, right? We, yeah. we're, we're breaking those barriers, and um, the beautiful girls and boys that are are getting these contracts. Well, damn, that's it's starting. Mm-hmm. We're starting. We're starting, and, yeah. and and I think people like you. Um, that bring a voice to it and in, are inclusive to all it's just making this domino even better and better mm. and i want to i want to know that at the end of my day that the world's better we made it. yeah i want to know at the end of my day that the world's better too holly cool <laughs> i cool. love that i love that well, when um, we're in laguna beach sipping a drink together you and i will discuss right. our next steps all the next steps I, it's so good. It's so fun to hear, to hear all this and to learn all about the background from the story. It's so, so good. And I love what you guys are doing. And I'm, so I'm bummed Nate can't be here. Nate's just really busy. What's Nate doing? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. So <laughs> no, it's fine. I know. He, totally fine. He's, he travels so much. Um, like I said, he's got two trips this month. Um, and he's missing a lot of school. So I'm waiting for him to get uh, thrown out of school, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I know he has a big gala this weekend that he's going to miss the day of school from he's let's see in the last month, he got to hold the banner at the Chicago marathon for the uh, Paralympics. Cool. Um, and then we slid right into New York and we did Fox and friends with, do you know, candidly kind? Yes, I do. I love grace. Oh my gosh. What a babe. I love her so much. Grace. Well, now there's a new TikTok out of Nate. Uh, Grace is a police woman, and Nate is a policeman. Okay. Um. So there, they, we had a magical time with Grace, and then we went right into an NDSS conference. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, talking to people in HR that it's time that they start hiring our children. Um. And it's again, it's not just about hir- hiring our children; it's about giving them what their worth is. Mm. Yeah. Um. I don't know about other moms, but I was offended at his birth when they said he could always be a bagger at Jewel. I got a lot of friends that are baggers at Jewel. Not a problem. Right. But, but again, it's such a stereotype that, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I remember them saying, oh, there's one actor's name is Chris Burke. I'm thinking one, you right. got one, <laughs> just be quiet. So, you know, you get that book home after delivery and we decided to throw it away. Mm-hmm. And the best advice I ever got, and, and I hope somebody out there who's a new mama can can hear me, bring home a baby. Remember, it's a baby. It's mm-hmm. not a Down syndrome baby. It's a baby. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that first year. And until you need milestones, don't even think about them. Enjoy that baby. Totally. 
and um, I wish I heard that earlier. <laughs> I now, always tell, yeah, yeah, I always tell new moms, your baby with Down syndrome is a baby. Like hold that baby. When we, uh, our kids are all adopted. And when we brought August home, we got him from the hospital and my oldest Macy has Down syndrome. She's 14. I have an 11 year old with no disability. And then I, my son, August is almost nine. And when we learned about August, his birth mom was pregnant. So we got him right out of the hospital and he's our third kid, our second with down syndrome. We're just like down syndrome. Like we just so good. And I got an email from a mom whose daughter was one. And she said, I would give anything to go back and love my daughter as a new baby, the way Mm -hmm. that I see you love August, but I only saw the down syndrome you know, mm-hmm. and again, and listeners, this is not for you to feel shame and guilt. No, like you everybody is going through their own journey, but it is this, like, be free to love your baby, the baby, your baby. Yeah. 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 Again, that's when the doctor said they were sorry. It wasn't a baby. It became a fright. Right. Right. Um, totally. And again, I wish, I wish I could go back in time. I really do. Cause that was horrible. Um, but Gosh, I don't know about you, but I'm a magnet to Down syndrome children when I'm out mm-hmm. in the public, and um, and I make a fool out of myself. But you know, hi, my name is Emily, and I've got a son, and all. And they're probably like, yeah, okay, stranger danger. But I think our children, for real, I think our children have a beauty unlike anyone. Yeah. And those brush field spots are put there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even religious, but man, I see God when I look in Nate's eyeballs. I love it. I love so, it. Yeah. It's a baby. Okay. He's a boy. He's becoming a man. He's obnoxious. He's stubborn. He's a boy, <laughs> but um, he's going to, he's going to change the world. It's so good. What is next for um, 21 pineapples that you can tell us we're going into the holiday season. Yes. So like oh, yes. we would love for our listeners to know how they, what's coming up. What can we buy? What can we gift? We what just we know. We just launched the Be a Good Human shirts in Christmas uh, and these really cool raglans. So they're be- go on the website. And you're going to be shocked at how many cool things there are. There's a, a whole um, section actually just for Down syndrome parents. Um, a new one that we just came up with that it hasn't come to design was I believe in miracles. And then the little ones would wear miracle. Um, oh, so good. Freaking love it. And, and again, anything snarky that comes out of Nate's mouth, we usually put on a shirt. But we have our, our signature, our Hawaiian shirts, and we're going to get a new drop in November where the lucky few, um, the, the symbols, as you know, the, the, the triple, why am I losing my words? The arrows, Chevron. the Chevron arrows. Chevron, yeah. yeah. Um, th- those are on several of our shirts. Um, we would love for everybody to rock a Hawaiian shirt. Um, you can get your kids into the ambassador program. They'll get their own code. And then they make money off of, so, so I mean, like these kids who they're, again, parents didn't think that there was anything for them to do. They model, send us in photos, they sell shirts, they get a percentage. Yeah. It, it's so inclusive. And if there's another way to be even more, we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, we give quarterly to other foundations um, and we're going to continue to do that. Um, Nate is just going to continue. Uh, oh, oh, this is the best news of all. Okay. So. We had to change, not change, because we have both. We have the LLC, 21 Pineapples, for the kids to work. But -hmm. in order to get there, um, I needed a new avenue. So we just opened the 21 Pineapples Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, And that will be a quicker way for us to get these fulfillment centers built. Cool. Um, So yes, not only are we 
hoping to you know people to purchase our clothing and we have things for women and kids and babies but we're hoping for large donations in the future to get these kids employed mm-hmm. very cool i love yeah. it i love it Thank and you. all of this you can find out more at 21pineapples.com you right? got it so number you 21 21 pineapples.com yes yes ended on a joke um so I after do. we we came up with with our entire slogan and and all of our print material then the, then the millions of letters came in that told us that pineapples are actually a sign of swingers <laughs> swear to god Perfect. you can't make that stuff up you can't make this stuff up <laughs> you can't make that up now that usually gets a roar when we're in a large group of people um oh but of course everybody you guys it's a fruit um it's a lovely fruit and uh yeah so um, from what we understand now, it's an upside down pineapple um, for all of you people out there that choose to swing. Um, <laughs> Nate, did <a> video, <laughs> Nate did a video on a swing and he said, I might not be a swinger, but I like to swing. There we go. Um, just have fun and enjoy it's our so lives. Fun. Don't take things so seriously. So fun. So fun. All right, Holly. Well, I'm going to get your phone number. We're going to text every day and then yes, we're going to we get are. together in Hollywood and then in Laguna. Chicago, all the places. Thank you for this. Thanks for your infectious attitude and inspiration and for sharing about what you've done and just for putting it all out in the world for all of us. I thank you deeply as from one mama to another. Thank you. Thank you. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Lucky Few has a bunch of new merch out, including a lucky few Christmas shirt that you're going to want to head over to the luckyfew.co and check out our shop. And we are going to get you going on your holiday shopping here with a special discount code. It is the biggest discount that we're going to offer this holiday season over at the luckyfew.co with all of our merch for the entire shop. So you're getting 20% off on the entire lucky few shop, all of our merch, including our new Christmas merch use code podcast at checkout at the luckyfew.co. Happy shopping, everybody. All right, friends, welcome back. We are here with some good news and I have some good news to share from a listener. This comes from Lindsay A. Zarbard, who says, this is a long one and like over a year old, but I think you'll appreciate it anyway. Before our first World Down Syndrome Day, which for Lindsay was in 2021, I was listening to your podcast episode where you interviewed Jen Jacob, and I don't recall exactly what she said that inspired me, but from that, I got the idea to create a World Down Syndrome Day card, much like a Christmas card, with a picture of Ivy and a little update of her life and what we're learning about her diagnosis as we go. I sent them to my usual Christmas list, plus the NICU we spent time in, our medical team, et cetera, in early March, and got a really great response. But here's the coolest part. My mom, Ivy's grandma, was so excited to receive it, she brought it to work to show it off to her coworkers. She's a neonatal nurse practitioner, so the crew she was sharing with was in the NICU at her hospital. That same day, they had a family admitted with a new Down syndrome diagnosis. My mom brought the card with her and shared pictures, videos, and stories with that family of how much of a joy it is for her to have a granddaughter with Down syndrome and was able to share the facts of the diagnosis as well as resources like DSDN and your podcast for when they might be ready for them. <gasps> Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing that. It is a year later, but it's such good news. 
that is amazing. Way to be an advocate, way to step up and do something within your wheelhouse, within your capacity to shout the worth of your daughter with Down syndrome and good for grandma. Thanks, Ivy's grandma for that too. All right, friends, if you have some good news that you want to share with us, we absolutely love celebrating with you. Um, Remember, your good news can be something small and medium and big and in between. We really don't even know how to define those ideas within our kid's diagnosis. We just want to celebrate your kid, whatever it is he or she is doing. Um, So share your good news with us. You can head over to the Lucky Few pod on Instagram where you can leave a DM or you can email hello at luckyfewpodcast.com. We love hearing from you and celebrating with you. All right, friends, that's it for this very fun, energetic episode. We're going to wrap it up now. Holly, thank you again so much for joining us. We are just cheering for you and Nate and 21 Pineapples, friends. Keep an eye out. Head over there for holiday shopping. All of the things. We're so excited for what they're doing and the goodness they're putting into the world. Thank you, Josh Avis, for editing this episode. Valsh Leader for producing and Ashley for managing our social media. If you like this episode, you can share it with family and friends. And don't forget to subscribe. And then you can head over to theluckyfewpodcast.com for show notes and links to anything we talked about today. Um, and make sure you're following along on social media at the Lucky Few Pod. And listener, you are slaying it. You're doing such a good job in life. We love you with our whole hearts and we're cheering you on. Can't wait to be together for another episode next week. Until then, keep on keeping on, friends. (gasps) From one mama. Oh, Uh oh. Oh, no. Where'd you go? Oh, God. Did I just swear? There we go. Sorry trying to take a screenshot and i always oh, screw it up that always happens <laughs> this is my peace sign oh my god you're the cutest oh my god i can't wait to meet your family oh smile i think i just figured it out you ready okay all right perfect oh perfect. my god